What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to a very special episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? And this week, we are geeking out about Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, there will be spoilers, so if you did not read the title, that probably says spoiler cast, um, or you didn't know what spoiler cast meant, I'm warning you now. I'm giving you a minute to, to turn this off. Trying to try to bide my time here so that you don't listen to all the spoilers that are about to happen. There will be a lot. Oh yeah, it's going down. Um, also, very important. Uh, we'll probably be talking about Hawkeye as well um, a little bit, just because the last episode of Hawkeye um, may or may not. You've already been. You know, I hope you logged Marvel. out if you're not worried about it. If you're worried about it's it. It's all Marvel and they want to connect everything. Yeah. Well, even even the fifth episode of Hawkeye, which is out as a... I mean, actually the last episode will be out too, I guess. By the time you, you listen to this but... and we don't know what's going to happen there. Oh, yeah, we have crazy. Yeah. Are there only going to be six episodes of yes. Hawkeye? Yep. Not enough. I did not know that. Disney, yeah. I... Disney's been guilty of that multiple times. <laughs> There's... Well, now I have opinions about that show. Whatever. We're talking yeah. about Spider-Man. <laughs> this yeah, is mostly yeah. going to be spoilers for, for Spider-Man. Um, but hopefully, I mean, we've given you plenty of time at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we can get into it. I gave you yeah. at least a minute. I, I wanted to look at the time. Uh, <laughs> you had 60 yeah. seconds to stop listening. Okay. Uh, we liked it. Cool. All right. Signing off. My name's Cody Armour. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what did we? What did we like about it? Uh, we kind of made a list of everything to kind of put yeah. it together. I think a big one for ULJ was uh, all of the different characters that we got to see in this in this movie. Yeah, so it was a lot of character related moments, and and really that's what this movie's all about. Um, if I, the. F- I was very tempted to just list Daredevil, Daredevil, and Daredevil. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so, so the thing that it, it the thing that slightly annoys me, but also I don't really care, is that there were no surprises at all. <laughs> like when this when we actually saw this movie, because yeah. the scene that uh, Matt Murdock shows up in, mm-hmm. first big spoiler drop right there. Um, it's described the exact way those rumors and leaks, you know, said it would. Right. And I was, at the same time, I was like, oh, okay, but also at the same time, super excited because it was real. It happened. Um, yeah, it would have been kind of a bummer if it didn't. Um, I See, that's the thing is, I would have been okay if none of those things happened. Like, <laughs> even, if, even if the other Spider-Man didn't show up, I yeah. would have been okay. Like, I was at the point where I was trying not to get my hopes up, and I knew that people were going to riot and be mad if none of these things happened my hopes were a uh, way up but they were delivered so it was okay yeah and so that's that's the thing i thought it was funny how like that was kind of my one thing where all my friends were very much looking forward to seeing the other spider-man and seeing all the villains and stuff for me i was excited mostly for i was excited for the villains but i was also kind of like in the back pocket i was like oh i would love to see daredevil i think that'd be really cool would give me an excuse to watch the show. Yeah, you know? which is trending on and, Netflix right um, now. Yes, of course. I love that. I, I went to go watch uh, The Witcher last night, 
because because I'm done with all my Apple TV Plus stuff for now. Yeah. And so when I saw that it was trending on there, it made me so happy. I was like, <laughs> yes, look at yeah. this. Like, it was fun, too, because like, I, I have another friend who actually did watch Daredevil as well, too. And so both of us saw and we're just like, mm. I didn't realize it was the original actor or anything because I obviously haven't watched the show. Yeah. But I'm like, that's Daredevil. It was and him. And my husband was like, what? And I'm like... It's Daredevil, so that's why I was like, and the fact that it was so early on in the movie, and he's a it was really just good so lawyer. casual, and I was like, "Let's go!" Oh, <laughs> that yeah. made me really. Happy. I think it really set the tone for the rest of the movie. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like it once I saw so that, early, and it was like, just yeah. so you know, yeah. we're going there, and it was like, okay, yeah, we're nothing, going there. Like, just when, when he showed up, it, that was basically them saying, "Nothing is off the table." Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say, I, LJ, see, to your point. Um, yeah. You said, you know, all of the rumors were true. Um, one thing that I found interesting talking to people at, like, work is, uh, you know, we, we kind of forget that we are in this, I guess, hemisphere where we, like, we're reading the news all the time and we're looking at all of the rumors. That's a good point. There's a lot of people out there that, like, they don't, they had no idea what was going on. Yeah, so really so cool a good that. example is, is my sister because, like, she went to go, she took my nephew and, and uh, her boyfriend to see it and... And she basically said, like, she she told him, and she was like, she told him, she's like, oh, I think that's another superhero. But for me, in the next theater over, I was like, yes! Like, <laughs> so excited. Yeah, I don't remember who I was with. Um, people watching the original, like, Sp- watching The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and they like, talked about Electro, and I was just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Jamie Foxx was one of the first ones who, like, signed up that was, like, announced that he signed up for this yes. movie. And that, that's that was I remember us talking secret. about that. I remember us talking about that on the show, but, like, even then, like, my friends and stuff, like, they weren't really, like, talking about Electro until, mm-hmm. like, way later and stuff. And I was... I, I felt like I was like, oh, I knew the whole time that this was going to happen because yeah. of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what's cool is we kind of have, like... I was able to tell my sister things about the movie, about certain things that she did not, like, realize. Mm. So when I told her, like, so they have the Easter egg. I mean, I guess this is a little off topic from Daredevil, but um, when I told her about the thing about how um, Ned asked uh, Peter, like, about, you know, he's like, do you have a best friend? And then he's like, and later when he's like, I'm not going to, yep. he's like, I'm not going to betray you, I'm whatever. And so when, <laughs> yeah. I told, when I, when I told my sister that he becomes Hobgoblin in the comics, or at least of yep. a, a version of Ned, she goes, what are you serious? And she's like, oh my gosh, that's sad. Like based yeah. on what she saw. That's what I was telling um, my friends too, because none of them realized like all yeah. these drops to beat him being a super villain. Like I got all of those because I know so we many talked about them. it. We talked about it a long time ago and all of a sudden they were just throwing them at us and i'm like yeah. oh my gosh it's happening and i feel like everyone else probably like at the mall are like haha this is like kind of a funny little shtick about you yeah know, kind of like he's the hairy or whatever it's a, but yeah. i'm just like guys no this happens in the comics and they're just <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah so i mean i guess before like we move we move on uh, i do want to mention that like so a few weeks ago like i was react the way i was reacting to to all the stuff happening with like this movie and hawkeye i my hopes were like i thought we were going to get another ralph boner situation which we very well still could i don't know i doubt it though like as far as like the kingpin thing but uh when we that end that end episode of episode five of hawkeye was when i realized like oh we're going like i'm i'm i'm, I'm hopping on this train now because it feels now it's happening. just nice it feels way more classic marvel I, yes. I think, I don't know. I don't know something about it. Just the fact of, like, like Kingpin, I just feel like, I 
I think of like Spider-Man PS4 and mm-hmm. Daredevil. I think Into of the like Spider more classic like Marvel. So that's what yeah. I think was cool about this. Yeah, because Kingpin is a villain that the two share uh, a lot. Yeah. Yep. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just like, uh, yeah, it's just such a, like, I feel like I'm on the other end of the way I felt a few weeks ago when we were talking about all that stuff. And I'm like, it's kind of nice to be on the other side instead of like, a, oh, like we're not getting it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You did exactly like what, vibe. uh, MJ had said to do. you. You, you kept your expectations low, so you'll never be disappointed. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. Um, and that's the thing I think a lot of people should actually learn from. Like, it's such a pessimistic, like, way of looking at things from, like, fr- from her perspective. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's it's that's the thing is, like, if pe- people's high expectations, like, when things don't come through, like the Ralph Boner thing, that's when people get upset, you oh. know? Mm-hmm. Just so always like, expect if... disappointment and you'll never be disappointed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, I will always so, yeah. expect the best out of marvel disney owns the world they should uh at least give us what we want yeah um <laughs> i don't know sony in this this perspective <laughs> yeah it, it's it's crazy though it just it's wild um but yeah what other characters uh, the, were you... the so the other thing oh man this movie like it's not a scene like that anybody else really reacted too much but there's that part when after after uh, Norman finally like goes like full evil again, after all the stuff happens with Aunt May and everything, and he's got the hood on, yeah, and that close up of his face when he, when he's like in full Green Goblin mode, I was oh like, they gosh. did it! I, I was <laughs> like, they totally fully transformed him into a Green Goblin that everybody wanted, and like when you just look at like when he just gives that look, and you're like, oh, like it's when, it's done, yeah, and like when Pier- when. Uh, Spider-Man's punching him yeah, and he's just smiling the whole time I'm like oh frick yeah, <laughs> like, that was the incredible oh scene yeah. I kind of like, expected even... he uh, they're like aren't you glad that you won't just have you know half this the dark side anymore and he says the line he's like yeah it'll just be me I really thought that like he was making himself a uh, like a, a reverse of the cure so that it would just be the Green Goblin mm that once he injected oh yeah no i, was I kind of was worried he... about that too yeah um but just that scene when the camera gets up close and it has that tone where i was just like he didn't even have to have makeup or anything to look like the green goblin they basically just transformed him into the, cool. a green goblin that everybody has always wanted and even then when he showed up at feast i was like uh-uh don't go near that dude don't trust that dude um so yeah, it was uh, a, <laughs> uh, it was just yep. it was interesting, and that to me that was like my f- probably my favorite point in the whole movie. Like aside from everything that else, so like good. that scene was just like boom, they did it. Um, yeah. So, um, and then the th- the third thing was uh, so now we're gonna get into a little bit of the the other Spider Man, and uh, Andrew Garfield was easily like the th- the the way they wrote his character development and th- and that's a fascinating thing to think about too is they wrote character development for these characters we haven't seen in so long instead of popping them in there and being like hey remember these guys like oh no these guys have lived lives for a little while um at the point they showed up and uh when 
when Andrew Garfield's Peter talks about, you know, changing their, you know, like after, like the way his life changed after Gwen Stacy, you know, died Mm -hmm. and talk about the line where he said that he stopped pulling his punches. That hit me hard. So good. Because, you know, like like, Spider-Man has to pull his punches or else he's going to like hurt people really bad. Like, yeah, at least for like regular, like criminals and stuff, like. He has to pull his punches because, you know, he's basically... He has the strength where he could probably kill somebody with a punch. I would love at least, um, like, a comic book to know where the other two Spider-Men have been. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I want to see the Batman version of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Yeah, the dark just kind of, like... Yeah. Yeah. It, it'd be crazy, man. And so I want it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like... I don't know, maybe I should just read a fan fiction of it instead. Right. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know if I actually trust them to go what I would want so them to another do. another <laughs> thing I found interesting is that, so uh, I was telling Shelly the other day that Sh- uh, Shalene Woodley was supposed to be MJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the That's way so they wrote that movie, so when when that movie was made, they cut her, or the, she, she was supposed to show up in like a, a scene or two, like in passing, like that he was going to be meeting her for the first time. They cut those scenes from the movie. And so that tells me, like, they decided, oh, no, this is what we're going to do. Like, that MJ was never a part of this universe because we cut it out. They could have yeah. easily been, done something like, hey, maybe he found his MJ or something. But then Yeah, I was like, really oh, surprised no. that he didn't mention an MJ when they did. I think that would have been... It would have... Mm-hmm. It, it was weird what they decided to like include and not include as far as like, it would have been it would have been like oh, how sweet, he got an MJ eventually. But then yeah. it's like, oh, no. Oh, no, he... Uh, he kind of uh, went <laughs> went loose cannon for a while instead. Yeah. So I, I love how that could have changed easily if we didn't get those scenes cut back when uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out. Like, that could have easily changed. Um, but we got the, the darker version. <laughs> yeah. So that's just something I had noticed, I had thought about after when I was telling Shelly about it, because like there was set photos and everything of her as MJ, and I was like, wow, like maybe that's an alternate universe in itself where <laughs> yeah. he does it's get an MJ. I, I have to think it's just a, it's just a, hasn't happened to him yet. Hasn't so happened yet, yeah. That's a good that's way of looking at it too. That's what I have to think mm-hmm. is that, my head canon is that He's going to go back after this experience. And granted, he may not remember anything. But my headcanon is that the two Spider-Men remember. um, Because that's what I want to happen. And then he kind of goes back into a more, like, careful way of Spider-Man. And kind of returning back to his original heart of Spider-Man. And not, like, you know, pulling his punches and all that. And then he maybe finally meets MJ after his mental health is in check. Like, after his mental health is in check. That would be cool. And then sort of remembering, oh, wait, the other two Spider-Man have MJs. Maybe I should check this out. And then they get together. That's that's what I would like to happen. Yeah. But again, or, or like, maybe he maybe just, I'll just meets fiction. one randomly all of a sudden and goes, ah. You know, because like, guess what? This movie was fan fiction. Oh, totally. That's a good or bad thing. But that is my main, <laughs> that is my main opinion of this movie. That's like, a good point. I like fan fiction. I love cheese. But at the same time, do I really want official stuff like this being like fan fiction? I don't know. It's a big, uh, it's a big thing. So yeah, I, I like Cody's idea of them doing comic books because I've seen oh yeah that there are people that are saying like now like oh we should get an Amazing Spider-Man three. While yeah, I would be a comic book would be a great yeah, I would be on board for that, but it will never happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost would rather yeah, a comic so. book. I don't know if I need a full movie 
Right. I think a comic book would be really cool. Yeah, um, just a, just a follow up. Even the PS4 version all. of Spider Man has showed up in a comic too. So that doesn't mean uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider Man and Andrew Garfield's Spider Man can't either. So yeah. Yep. Yeah, th- those are my likes, and it is very char- character driven. Um, the one that I I don't I didn't mention is Sandman, but Sandman is easily. I liked that he did was more than a giant cloud, a giant sand cloud. <laughs> yes. Um, because he's the oh, re- redeeming quality of Spider-Man three for me, and I know Shelley didn't. You said you didn't watch Spider-Man three, but right. That to me, that's like the one saving plotline of Spider-Man three. So that's yeah. I guess that I would consider that an honorable mention. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh, and then I didn't share this on the podcast last week because I forgot to, but I wrote our official review on the website for this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Really. So a lot of a lot of the things I'm saying are like. I had to write that review without saying anything, so now I'm just like getting to like say things I couldn't. And in the dislike section, I'll be re- regurgitating some of the things in more detail that uh, I mentioned in my review. So, cool. Yeah, just want to throw that out there. We've talked about all of the other characters that have gotten to show up. Uh, yeah, the parts that we liked at least character-wise. Uh, but Tom Holland Spider-Man also got to uh, shine a little bit more. He's he's played. Basically, the entire trilogy, um, a kid trying to be a hero and just failing yeah. at it over and over. <laughs> um, so, Shelley, you had mentioned uh, you're, you're appreciative of the, the character development. Yeah, I really think um, Tom Holland's... Because, again, like, so my husband and I, we were sort of talking after having watched all these movies again and after, you know, loving PS4 Spider-Man and, like, sort of the Spider-Man from the universe. We're just like, you know what? Tom Holland Spider-Man really never got that chance and that character development that makes nope. Spider-Man who he is. He never really got like, we know, I mean, yeah, we weren't really sure about like what Uncle Ben, you know, did or was in his life. Was that a, was there an event like that for his life like there was for all these other Spider-Men that um that sort of prompted change and he had all these resources like from Stark, Tony Stark for example, um that allowed him to really get really far and also he went, you know, did, he, he did some friendly Spider-Man stuff, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man stuff, but then kind of just went straight to, like, helping the Avengers. Yeah. Um, he was introduced in Civil War. Right in the thick of an MCU Right in the MCU thick of an yeah, Exactly. So it's yeah. like, he never really, it, it seems like he kind of missed that chance. But what I really liked about this movie is that it kind of brought him back into the sort of what Spider-Man needs to be Spider-Man. It like, was kind of a soft reboot in that way. Exactly. And yeah. so that was really cool is that like, you know, we are sort of almost got confirmation like, yeah, this there wasn't really a thing with Uncle Ben because he never talks about it. But then this thing mm-hmm. happens with Uncle Ma- with Aunt May um, with her dying and like saying those words. And I'm kind um, of bummed about that. But yeah, I kind of um, like that. Though. I don't know. Yeah, I but it was there, like, be, there was an Uncle Ben that exists because he's got a suitcase. He's got Uncle Ben's suitcase, I believe right. in. Civil War? It might not be Civil War. I can't remember. I don't remember, I don't to be honest. In one of them. So I know there is an Uncle Ben. Yeah. And I was like, you're just yeah. not going to mention him when everyone else does. Exactly. And that's why we were we were kind of confused about that, too. Like, going into the movie, we're just like, what Why? What does Uncle Ben mean to him? But then it's sort of like this realization of, oh, maybe he wasn't important. Maybe something else happened in this universe. Yeah. Aunt May was, like, his rock. And yeah. so seeing that happen... Um, and that sort of prompted him to act and change and like mm-hmm. follow her ideals. Yeah. Um, 
and kind of be course corrected by the other Spider-Man because obviously he's all like, ah, oh, revenge. But the other guys are like, no, no, no. Like, that's not really what you need to be doing He went right into now. a barbarian-like like, to... rage mode. Yeah. yeah, but then it's like, and then after all <laughs> that, you know, getting a dingy little apartment. Yeah. Not really having too many connections at that moment, especially because of... We all know he's going to... Right, but... He's going to be hit up for his rent pretty quickly here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, just the classic going yep. in and out of his window to, you know, and checking police scanners. Like, that was just yeah. something that... It's a it's a thing for that every Spider-Man has, and that Tom Holland Spider-Man had not had any of that until this movie, and so that's yeah, why I really, really like about of this like movie is that it it grounded him in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like it almost seems out of order yeah. that he did like super high tech exactly, stuff, and now he's all that stuff going before. to where like you would think that he would have been in the first place. That's that's definitely yeah. a, a great theme of sacrifice because at first it starts off kind of selfish, but then like when he decides to make that sacrifice, he's not just sacrificing his name. He sacrifices like everything. And so like, that's really what kind of makes him grow up at that moment. At that moment you realize, Oh, he's grown, he's grown up. He's growing up. Yeah. And that's kind of was really exciting to see. Cause I already felt like the other Spider-Man Spider-Man had some sort of maturity that this kid mm-hmm. doesn't. And like, and it's, I appreciate that they emphasize the fact that he's a kid. Like I, I think that was a good, a take that the other ones didn't really do. They yeah. didn't really emphasize the fact that he's just kind of a kid and that he's young. Like, they did that with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but now they're like, okay, this was a childish mistake, and now you're growing up. They weren't and now really you're seen becoming as, like, origin films, But they yeah. kind of are now. Yeah, exactly. So I, I really appreciated that, because, again, it seems like a return to form yeah. um, with Spider-Man that was, I think, needed, honestly, because I think that's where Spider-Man shines the most. Just mm-hmm. as a character, is in the smaller moments, like um, I, I think of the uh, the Amazing Spider-Man two. I think it was in the second one, or when he, uh, Andrew Garfield he's he's helping out that kid um, who got bullied, and he's like you know fixing his little toy project. Yeah, and it's just like it's like it's in those moments. That's where it, like it's not in the space defeating Thanos. That's not where Spider-Man shines the most. It's it's in the small neighborhood community <clears throat> moments. Um, and yeah. I don't think Tom Holland's like, you kind of saw a little bit of that in the, his first movie, but not enough, in my right. opinion. So, like, I'm really glad that... I, I feel like, again, it's like kind of like a return form for him because yeah. he's finally gone through the rest of the experience that every single Spider-Man or woman has to go through. Mm-hmm. So that when, was, when you mentioned cool. Thanos, I don't want to bring up Andrew Garfield too much again, but I was like, I really want I really want him to get a chance at fighting an alien now. <laughs> I know. He's like, why do I want to fight I'm, aliens? I've never fought an alien. Oh. I just fought a guy in a rhino suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the comedy was great in this, too. I didn't mention the comedy, but oh, it was, it was oh, yeah. golden. It was Their funny. entire the, scene on that scaffold. The like, back cracking scene? conversation. Oh, yeah, it was so like, genuine. Oh, I got, that, I got that back problem, too. Like, Oh, let's felt like, an, out, felt like an outtake or something almost. Like, yeah. They just kind of let him just kind of do whatever at that point. That was very yeah. nice. I, just the, the, you're amazing. Can you say it? <laughs> like, it just seemed so ad-libbed. It was like, no, but I needed to hear it. Thank you. Th- yeah. That one, that one, I have mixed opinions on because they, it was really cute and wholesome, but I also know 100% they literally only did it because he's the amazing Spider-Man. That's the only reason they did it. They, they did it for the care. pun, and I they am They did down it for the that. pun. It was so and good. And I'm kind of like, I, am... I wish he almost was hyping him up with a different word than amazing because it would feel more genuine. Well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Anyway. I'm like, but, I know but, he's yeah. the amazing Spider-Man. I get it. I just watched these movies. You don't have to rehash it. <laughs> but but it's, it's, it also re- makes, makes it really neat that like, 
Tom Holland has gone through things that these characters have not done. Like he's like, I've yeah. been on, I was on the Avengers, and they're like, what's an Avenger? Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, I've worked in a team, so we can make this work. Like yeah. we just have to think this way because it's true that the other guys always work just like you know by yep. themselves. I also I think it's always really interesting. There's been other things like this where they. <laughs> I'm trying to think of putting words. Um, like, why not have the Avengers be in Tobey Maguire's universe? Then we just didn't get to see them. Hmm. You know, like... True, true. Sony. That's a Sony universe. They don't own them. Yeah. yeah. We were like, oh, we had an Avengers. We just didn't see any of them. And it would be like, Red, red tapes. Yeah, maybe that mm-hmm. could be a rights thing. Um, yeah. But it's it's so weird to me that, like, Spider-Man was literally the only superhero in that in that world. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think I, I thought about that too, just how interesting it is how yes, yeah, Spider Man is still gonna be really strong compared to most like other Marvel superheroes, but like the power levels and differences between the universes, like you have Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Spider Man, who they're like besides some of those super powerful villains, they're like the strongest guys out there. And they're like one of the only superheroes that we know of out there. And so like yeah. that world just feels a lot smaller. That universe mm-hmm. feels a lot smaller. And then you go in Tom Holland's, all this crap's happening. All this <laughs> crap has happened. All this crap will happen. I just remembered yeah. one more thing I want to talk about on my likes list. But that's, that's, that isn't related. But um, I thought that was really interesting to think about how it's like, it's so hard to compare these different universes because the power balances are so extreme. Like, sure, in Tom Holland's Spider-Man universe, you have all these super-duper powerful heroes, but you have all these incredibly super-powerful villains and beings and celestials and, um, you mm-hmm. know, it's, like, crazy to think it's about. It's huge, so yeah. It's huge, whereas, like, obviously the other movies were very, like, smaller-focused, which yeah. is cool. It's cool to see the differences. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else you wanted to add, Cody? Because I know we have all we we have plenty. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I we're looking at like what we liked about it and stuff, and you guys um, asked yeah. for the list, and I was like, this is this is basically um, it for me. I, this is interesting. So Shelly just added your your other thing was the uh, the end credit scene was a little different than usual. Oh yeah, you liked that it was a trailer. I it needs to be that every time. That's most, how it needs to be done. Most people don't. Because I, when I think of theaters, just as it, like growing up as a kid, seeing previews was part of the experience because you're seeing trailers for things you haven't heard of yet. And to that's where you're going to get announcements for new stuff. And mm-hmm. now I'm so plugged in and the trailers are always online first. That's kind of like you go to a theaters and you're not seeing any surprises for new movies. You're literally only going to see a movie you want to see. But mm-hmm. no, being able to see a trailer for the first time on the big screen is so like, I don't know. It was a really good feeling and yeah. it made me really hyped. Basically, okay, I want to say two things about No Way Home. It was a really good fan fiction and it was the best trailer for another movie. It was the entire the entire Kinda, yeah. movie was a trailer for the next Doctor Strange, and I'm okay with that because it was a really good trailer. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I I read something a while back. I forget where I read it, but the reason why trailers are called trailers because apparently back in the day so they used, used to, to play end. previews for things after before the next showings of. So I'm like, yeah, wow, it's kind of weird how how that's like flip flopped, and we got that with with uh, the Multiverse of Madness trailer. And yeah. I honestly think like you're, I feel like you're the minority because I've already 
heard from a few different spots that they would rather just have it be another scene because I I don't know. No, I I'm tired of the nonsense one liner weird funny or or it's like a funny scene yeah after credit scenes like yeah the one with venom was very funny but it was also very important and it's set up for the future i was a little bit disappointed that uh that he he basically popped in and out of the mcu for like five seconds (laughs) i wish he stuck around but um i i I'm really, yeah, I don't know. I'm just tired of the, like, the, the, like, oh, this, it's, it's a funny little thing, but it doesn't lead up to anything. Like, I'm fine if it's funny, but I want to lead up to something. And so many end, uh, end credit scenes don't lead to anything. And I think it was really, it felt natural for this to be a trailer, just a full on trailer for Doctor Strange. And, um, I, the most excited thing I am about Doctor Strange and again, I don't want to get too in the weeds for this because obviously we're supposed to be talking about Spider-Man. Yeah. But oh my gosh, they are bringing back the best character from What If. They are bringing yeah. back oh, the yeah. best part of the like of the spin-off show. Yeah. I was not expecting that at all. The they brought thing. back Doctor okay. Strange Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so that's, cool. I'm like that's literally one of my favorite episodes of What If. It is my favorite episode. That is It's so it, tragic and crazy. I've told people, I'm like, literally, guys, you only need to watch this episode. Like, yeah. you, I mean, watch the rest of the show. The rest of the show is fine, except yeah. for the last episode. But, like, <laughs> this is the one that you you actually need to watch. And, you know, it's only one episode. You don't have to watch the rest of them. Like, just watch this episode. Like, that episode is so good. And I always wanted to see more from that character yeah. than just what happened in the finale of that show. Um which again, I just didn't like the finale of that show in general. So right. um, the fact that they're literally bringing him into like that has so much, like there's so much. Um, what's the word? Like so much could happen from that, right? Implications, yeah. Implications. There's so much implications because yeah. then it's like, are we gonna also see? Um. Uh. Oh, why there, am I so bad at names? So today? There, there's there's been that villain. There's. Uh, oh, are you talking about what villain? Evil Vision. Evil Vision. Oh, the Ultron Vision. So... Ultron, yes, oh, yeah. Ultron Vision. Like, yeah. are we gonna see him sometime in the future? Because, like, and basically, what if yeah. at before this moment, before that trailer, what if was literally all theoretical? Yeah. And finally, now it's opened the door of oh, with Multiverse Madness, it includes what if. It includes these things, and we could see these characters. And again, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme is my it. Is such a great That's character. That's such a good episode. And I'm really freaking excited to see him in the next Doctor Strange. Yeah. Anyway, that, I, I kind of want to talk yeah. about that. I know it's not <laughs> Spider-Man, but that I no. got really freaking hyped about. But see, um, and, and that kind of actually makes me think, like, that is the one thing I don't think we actually knew about going into this movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, literally yeah. everything else was expected. Everything was yeah. expected. That was not expected. And again, the fact that I saw it in a theater with my friends and and the and everyone else's reactions behind me, like yeah. that's so much more satisfying just looking it on my phone when the trailer comes out on <laughs> some random day. So, yep. not saying all trailers need to be wait until the theaters. Obviously, that's not feasible. Um, but I just think that there's something that theater energy has when it comes to trailers specifically that just looking on your phone or looking on, you know, at home doesn't really have. Yeah. So Do- doesn't it hurt when you see people like walk out of the movie when the credits start? Always. It's so <laughs> many like, people like, did. I, I know. Like, What's happening? Oh my gosh. Like I was upset because like my sister went to a different showing than I did. 
And I told her, I said, I'll meet you guys outside, you know, in a little while, because I live so close to home. I was going to go come home real quick and then go back. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden she called me. She's like, where are you at? And I'm like, oh, I went home. And uh, I was like, did you stay for the end credits? And she goes, no. I'm like, I told, no I'm like, I told you to stay for the end credits. <laughs> I guess yeah, we went to uh, we went to a twenty one and up theater, um, which uh-huh. honestly was really nice because there were no kids. Sorry, yeah, kids. but um, it was really nice. And honestly, I mean, it a is lot PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I feel like most people actually stayed this time because they nice. knew they all sort of knew. But yeah. usually, the experience is people just leaving. Yeah. I had maybe two other groups stay in the theater. Um, they all stayed for the first end credit. And mm. then everyone left. Gotcha. And I very Th- loudly was, a good was like, what are you all doing? There's there's a good amount that stayed for mine. But no. it was still Sheesh. heartbreaking to watch people walk out. I'm like, no, you're missing yeah. it. Seriously. This is yeah, where my the wife, extra goes, good stuff Maybe happens. they've already seen the movie already. And I was like, no, this many people have not seen this movie. Twice. Oh, well, that's a, that's a good point. Because you guys went on Sunday night, right? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> See, yeah, that I there, that was not an excuse on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. Unless like, they went to like the four down. o'clock showing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> we can um, get. What? What? Are we? Is there anything else you guys want to touch on that you really liked about it? Before we get really pessimistic. I don't um, know. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I know we kind of talked about Andrew Garfield, but literally one of my favorite scenes was just the fact that he was able to save MJ. Like, yeah. that was just so, like... Yeah, that was I, a again, nice I know redemption kind of arc. But it wasn't... Exactly, it wasn't just fan service. It was a redemption arc for him. Yep. He had this this idea in his head that he's like, I could never save them. Like, I could never... Like, I'm a failure. And yeah. he doesn't... He Maybe he didn't have the ability to save Gwen Stacy in his universe, but he could save MJ for another Dude version was going of him through in another serious universe. imposter syndrome before that. And he was like <laughs> crying and I'm like, you need a yeah. hug. Oh, I just <laughs> yeah. wanted to mention the that. Scene, we had to talk about that. I I actually cried and uh I, there was, I was a like, couple that look uh, at him <laughs> went to my wife yeah. and I was like, look at the tears. I was like there soak was this up this doesn't happen often. Of, like, made me break almost it was uh i mean that was i don't know if i cried again at that point but right right uh tom holland's spider-man says uh don't tell me that you know what it feels like this is all my fault whatever and then it just goes to andrew garfield's face and like he's such a good actor (laughs) yeah oh my gosh he seriously is it was like you could see all of the emotion of him like no i I understand but i don't know how to respond to you in this moment and just like yeah it's like look me in the eyes like i know i know yeah. like it was so good dude andrew garfield popped off um i, 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 I um the, the other thing i i, I mean there, there's not much to say about like toby mcguire except like he's definitely the like jake johnson version of uh spider-man mm-hmm. um as far as like being the old the like older of of them yeah but yeah, i love just like a nice wise yeah dad like it was it was a nice energy <laughs> yeah but it wasn't like that bad like oh i have a yeah. gut now and all this stuff no oh, yeah are you gonna we, go into battle dressed as a youth pastor or so i was about oh to say gosh, we do have to mention that because it wouldn't be geeks under grace podcast without us mentioning that little <laughs> it was so it was, good it was all i was of, like i was like i know a community yeah. who's gonna love that line right there <laughs> um all what i was gonna say off at that line we were like that's so funny it's so true yeah uh, what I was going to say, though, is how, like, when he and um, Dr. Octavius, like, kind of meet oh, yeah. eyes, when there's, like, that, like, mutual respect, because, like, he sees Peter, like, kind of grown up, which to me, he looks the same, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. 
But when he sees him grown up, he's like, you know, when he's like, you're all grown up. And he has that line, you know, he's like, yep, still trying to be better. You know, like, there's such a mutual respect between the two right there. It was awesome. I forgot to write down, but Doc Ock honestly was a big highlight the whole Mm. movie. He was so good. Um, I loved seeing good Doc Ock. Yeah. It was so fun. It was so nice. It was just really refreshing. I, yeah. I enjoyed it the entire Which, way through. That's that's not an un, that's not an unheard of thing. Like because like he's definitely. I mean I guess all the villains kind of ally with him at some point in like comics and other things. Right. But the concept of a good Doc Ock is something that's you know that that's definitely been around in the past, and so it was cool to see that too. Yeah, that was well, just Spider Man Two movie. It wasn't. Really yeah, evil. he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was it's the it's the chip and they fixed the chip and yes. then he was also <laughs> now that we've gotten to this point, it's crazy how all this stuff that we're talking about is like almost all specifically character stuff. Because I know yeah. LJ, you mentioned it earlier too that this was very much a character movie. It's, it's character so interesting how we haven't sure. talked a plot almost at all besides like Aunt May dying and yeah. um, everyone forgetting Peter <laughs> Parker. True. We haven't but talked about we'll, the spell we'll that the started this whole thing. In the yeah. dislikes because yeah. I have things about the plot in the dislikes. <laughs> yes. Exactly, yeah. Um, the plot was a little bit... Which <laughs> says something about this movie. First thing for dislikes <laughs> was uh, LJ's plot holes. Um, plot holes. Which there are some plot holes that maybe we can cover some uh, minor stuff this. there's some stuff that i know that i have answers to uh because i watched okay. a video mm-hmm. so i probably should figure out where that video came from watch um, a video i watched a video i want to figure out where it is watch a video or huh. was it actually helpful information it was helpful information mm. okay. um yeah but i don't know I mean, if i would do feel do right without sourcing in? it so we'll go okay. into go ahead with your plot holes okay oh yeah so we are getting into dislikes now yes screen crush okay. was yeah, the youtube channel Okay, so the, the, there was a few things specifically. Um, one of the the biggest one being that uh, when Electro shows up, they never really say why he's not blue anymore. Yeah. So I was. Like, oh, I have my body back. Yeah, and they're like, wait, like, why do you? Look? They're like, oh, well, now you look different and stuff, and uh, which the comedic part there was that he was bare naked when he showed up (laughs) when he showed up that was that was kind of funny but i was like i kind of would like to know like what the reason is for him looking normal because it's not like you you change when you go to another universe like yeah unless he was like a variant or something i don't know different power yeah um Well, yeah, that's true. Well, I guess the different power thing, because... Like, it's a really weak you know, argument, but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a weak argument, but I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so that was one of them. My biggest uh, thing with that... Electro was that he... Uh, I, I couldn't figure out for the life of me how he knew who Peter Parker was. Um, because he even says a line at the end of the movie. He's like, oh, I didn't think you'd be white. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, but you have to know who Peter Parker is to have come to this world, um, right? Wait, yeah. is there a part? So I'm I'm trying to remember because at the end of all these movies, they end up taking their mask off at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember if Andrew Garfield ever had his mask off. He never saw his uh, face, but he heard someone call him Peter. And I then heard Gwen Stacy call him Peter. I couldn't remember. It's so long ago. Most but likely, he didn't die. So he <laughs> could have seen Peter. Like, he could have gotten Peter Parker's identity yeah. later on, too. Yeah, he could have. So I Wait, guess. He, did, he, did he not die? He didn't die. Wow. Okay, so... So that brings me to my next point. So 
in my review, I, I, I didn't quite say this, but I mentioned that one of the big things they are trying to correct in this movie is the fact that these peer, these villains die. But only three out of five of them actually die. So, so that was, so apparently that's, that's the case. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. so that should be Octavius, Norman, and Electro, right? Because the other two are Lizard and Sandman. Yeah. I think, yeah, uh, yeah so... So Electro does die at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2. I should know this. I just watched the movie like the other he day. He does or doesn't? I know, me too. He does but die. But guess what? The end does of that he? movie was so forgettable that yeah. it's hard to remember what happened. <laughs> yeah, because I don't remember if he like dissipates or something. or like He they, dissipates, they... I think. I think. Yeah. Because so he, he gets over, overloaded. That's what they do to yes, him. Yes, they overload and him. Yeah. One thing that was very cool that I did point out to Daniel was that um, they he doesn't... Tom Holland doesn't necessarily overload uh, Electro the same way that uh, Andrew Garfield's um, Spider-Man does. Like, right. But they do the same web formation to take oh, down yeah. Electro. And I yeah. thought that was very clever and very cool. They do like the like a bunch on the left and a bunch on the right. You tie yeah. them together and do something. So Andrew Garfield's obviously puts an electro charge in it from all the batteries and yeah. um, overloads Electro, whereas Andrew Garf or sorry, Tom Holland's just takes down everything. But mm. I thought that was super... I, again, we're, I know we're talking about dislikes, but that was a really cool callback where yeah. it's like, I only knew that because I just watched the set, that movie so recently. But yeah. I literally, for the for the second I like noticed, I was like, they're doing the same web formation. Very cool. So yeah. I just want to mention that. That's a neat, nice little... That's another nice little... There's so many little things in this movie, too, um, mm-hmm. that are fun to catch. Um, but uh, my, my thing about that is, like, if the plot is so, is so like, stuck on that idea of they all die, like, even I kind of forgot in, like... So I stayed up till very late at night writing that review. Like, it was, like, 3 in the morning when I went to bed. Um, I went back to, it, like... He didn't necessarily die. He okay. dissipates... So he that's could true. have transferred into like power lines and then come back. As well. Yeah, that's what he said in the movie too. He said, "Oh, my next move, I was uh, uploading the data. I was, I was doing all this stuff, and now I'm here." Like he himself was like, "Oh, I wasn't trying to die right there. I was doing right." Stuff. So it was so. before the moment of overload, probably. Um, so, hmm. so that's the thing too is, um, I'm like, if this movie's so like so stuck on their fate. It's like, well, not all of them die. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. So uh, that's one thing I was kind of like, oh, that kind of doesn't make as... It makes it less impactful. Absolutely. Um, and then the other the other thing I guess I'll mention I'll mention here is... Um, uh, let, me, let me see what I have here. Uh, another one of my dislikes is that... It, it, like, sure, the excuse is there is that, like, oh, he's Spider-Man. But Peter still had a lot of, you know, kind of hadn't really, like adopted this attitude yet but it seemed very sudden whenever he decided all of a sudden like oh i'm gonna help these guys so for me yeah for me the moment whenever he made he made that decision i was like okay well what made you decide to save these guys um the only excuse i can think of for that i mean that wasn't verbalized uh was that maybe he saw that because sandman wasn't a bad guy at first he basically went to him and he's like, Hey, like Peter, remember me? 
Yeah. And then and then he felt betrayed when he Sandman felt betrayed when he realized what was going on. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe when he met Sandman, he kind of realized not all of them were like complete villains. Hmm. So I, I guess maybe that, but but again, I, I wasn't verbalized, so that was kind of a dislike to me because I'm like, okay, what made you decide all this? And yeah. then b- before before him like being able to like explain a plan or whatever, they go right into the Doctor Strange fight, which I'm like, okay, I still want to know why. <laughs> why does Peter <laughs> want to save them? Yeah, and then like, finally it's... when they mentioned the cure, I was like, oh, okay, so you want to cure them? You know, like. Yeah. It took a minute to get to that reason for me. Yeah, it was kind of like, I don't know. I love Aunt May, but Mm -hmm. I was never understanding what she was talking about. Like, and I know that, like, a lot of what she was saying was sort of influence for Peter to help him because he was sort of Mm -hmm. this mentality of, like, it's not my responsibility. They need to go back (coughs) to their original time places. Yeah. And then Aunt May's like, no, you, you need to help them. And, like, I don't know. I'm kind so, of on Peter's side. Like, yeah. they are not from there. They need to go back. Yeah, that is so, what yeah. they're going to, so like... Also, <laughs> I also, I wonder if... Um, These aren't if Norman Os- Yeah, I wonder if Norman Osborn trying to play all innocent at first maybe added to that, too. Because yeah. when, I saw, when I saw him in Feast talking at May, I'm like, don't go near that dude. Don't do <laughs> don't it. Do you it. know, don't like trust him. watch him. You know, like yeah. But see that. See that's the thing is we all know what these guys have done, but Peter doesn't. And I guess this isn't really. I mean, in a way, it's a very Christ-like attitude that they've given him. Like about like oh, anybody can have a second chance. Anybody can be redeemed. You know, kind of a thing. Um, yeah. But it was just odd to me. Like it didn't feel justified when he finally made that decision. Is it was a dislike. So yeah. I kind of yeah, it definitely felt really. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, I didn't. I I kind of just agree with you there that it seemed like, like he was he was very much this mentality of like, well, it's not my responsibility. We need to send these guys back. And then May's like, no, 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 let's help them. Look how innocent (laughs) he looks. And then he Peter was like, okay, we can cure them. And then they really channeled their PS4 Spider Man and just make a cure for everything as if the original (laughs) Spider Man couldn't, which they obviously could because they did in the movie. Speaking of PS4 Spider Man, I love how Feast was a thing, which apparently Feast is more of a thing in the Daredevil comics, which I had not like realized Mm -hmm. because. I mean, I'm a Daredevil fan, but I haven't read, like, a ton of the comics. Yeah. But it was nice to be like, oh, like, that was in the video game. Um, I know. I, th- I thought it was PS4 Spider-Man 2. And yeah. I, I think technically it was presented in uh, Far From Home 2. I don't know if it was oh, super... Because they had the auction there. Like, they did that auction thing there, but it was yeah. still kind of like... It wasn't featured very well, like, it, yeah. in until that movie. Um one thing that yeah, so, I had a suspended belief for, belief for was uh, the magic. You kind of had to just go, it's magic, so it's going to make sense, I guess. Like, we're just going to go with it. Um, what do you mean? Yeah, for... but then magic has its own rules. Like, you can't mess it up mid-spell and stuff. Yeah, and so, like, <laughs> like okay. That's true. And then, and, like, at the end, he's Ned like, no one can ring. remember me. And it's like, why not just make a spell where only the people that he wants, like, just do it correctly with the people that, like, make right. a list, be it a little doesn't... more planned ahead of time and just redo the spell. Um or the fact that maybe like they, maybe they just couldn't. What happened know, to the like, paper trails? Oh yeah. So like, yeah. there's a literal book written about Tom Holland being Spider-Man or uh, Peter Parker being Spider-Man. Yeah. By his not best friend, who now yeah. doesn't know him, but probably knows that he wrote a book because Happy knows that he worked with Spider-Man. He just doesn't know that Spider-Man's Peter Parker. 
That's a good point. Like, the magic was just yeah. like, because we said so. And it's like, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I can definitely suspend belief enough with magic. Like, the mirror dimension. Cool. That stuff's cool. I'll suspend belief all day for the mirror dimension. Yeah. They're just yeah. in there and they're you know whizzing around that's cool but then yeah you're right like what goes into the logistics of a forgetting spell and what makes it difficult what makes it easy what Mm -hmm. makes it like you know yeah the fact it's like oh why can't you just do this exactly what you want to do like why does it involve all this other stuff Mm -hmm. it doesn't make a lot of sense so i don't know yeah i agree there it was all a little weird um the other person that it would like didn't make sense that they were in that universe was venom um at least it did make sense to me at yeah. first. I, gotta I, I need to hear YouTube this channel. because, yeah. It's cool. Okay. So, uh, so shout out to Screen Crush was the YouTube channel that I watched this morning. Uh, it just popped up mm-hmm. on my home thing. Uh, he's got basically, he goes through all of the, what people call plot holes. Um, though some of it might be like theoretic. But for Venom, yeah. there is, okay, the plot hole first. Got to present the plot hole. And that is yeah. Venom does not have a Spider-Man. Therefore, he does not know who Peter Parker is, in which case he should have never been uh, sent into the MCU universe. That's true. When all of the... Because it was supposed to be anyone who knew who that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Right. That was, like, who got sent over. But there's a throwaway line in the Venom movie, uh, or at least I thought it was a throwaway line. They're just laying in bed, and he's like, man, I have this connection yeah. to a hive mind from symbiotes from all different universes he happened to be explaining oh, it as it happened yeah well, plural okay and yeah. because there's a venom in toby Maguire's spider-man 3 that knows who peter parker is the venom in uh tom tom hardy's venom gets to know who peter parker is as well as, as stoked as i am that it happened it's still kind of a lame excuse yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it has to be the only excuse. It's the only thing that makes sense, yeah. so you have to accept it. But how? Like, how the heck are we supposed to know that? Yeah, it's like okay, it's like let's go throw him in here for a hot second so we can get the black suit in here. But the fact that they <laughs> covered their bases like that is pretty impressive. They, they yeah, they did. It was kind of half a half cover, you know, like yeah. not the greatest excuse. I would have just but put it, at least it was in one. the MCU. And I understand that, like, I don't know, maybe Sony didn't want to do that, or if... Yeah. Um, I could see... I could imagine Feige being leery and being like, I don't want to get it too connected because he's worried that they're not they're not his movies. I, I'm, I'm sure there was some red, again, like red tape there. Yeah. Um, Morbius, see, I'm still confused I, about. Yeah. I really need we'll to know see. what universe Morbius is in. Well, because then Michael Keaton is going to be a Morbius. Yeah, it and we sense. didn't see we I didn't know. see him at all in and this one. Tobey um, Maguire's Spider Man is in Morbius. Yeah, and Venom um, is in Morbius. What? Yeah. Huh? Because yeah, in the trailer, how he's like, "I'm Venom," and he's like, "Oh, just kidding." Yeah. Well, I knew also, that, but go ahead. No, no, it's weird. No, I just a really there's cool the, thing. There's the None of this could have happened like, without picture. Loki. I don't think right. this has anything to do with Loki. Every character coming over would have been um, would have been a variant, and would have been pruned. See, see, that's the thing too, is I think this is a separate thing from the splitting timelines and the whole variant thing. But each one of them went okay. So say Doc Ock. It makes gets are, fixed, so you're saying it makes sense back. though, right? Yeah. So he gets he gets okay. sent to this universe. He gets sent back to his universe fixed he would have been pruned by the time he got here so that he would have never been fixed so that mm. his timeline would have gone. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's a whole mess. Crazy. Uh, yeah, it's a mess. They're um, doing really well. Like I'm impressed yeah. that they are. Like the Statue of Liberty thing. That's a really weird There's... thing to me because now, from now on, whenever they make a movie and they mention the Statue of Liberty, they're gonna have to remember that it's got a shield. Yeah, and so that, that's another Hawkeye reference. Uh, whenever like Yelena mentions like oh the new and improved Statue of Liberty, that she wants to go see that. Yep. Yes. And in this time, in, in at this time of this movie, it's not quite Christmas yet, and the thing was still under construction. Right. So that means in Hawkeye, it's the construction's finished. We'll get into somehow uh, after all the scaffolding issues, <laughs> they have yeah. to rebuild that's everything. I think the freaking shield fell. That's if a, I remember right. Yeah, so that's like, literally sure where the think. final encounter. I thought happened. I it saw the, the Statue of Liberty up in the first episode with the shield. In the first episode of Hawkeye, but I can't remember. Well, yeah, oh, I, d- I would not have remembered that. If, I feel like I don't I remember saw either. To be honest, no way home. I'll have you to could look be at right. It I, just I think I saw it because it wasn't so surprising to me when he had the shield. But maybe it was it's on a TV very or something, nod. and Yelena mentions it. I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get into our theories for the future, but I want to make sure um, that we have everything that we disliked. Yeah, so first. real quick, real quick, I'll mention my last one. I was not a fan of the way the whole, like, identity reveal thing, like, the, the reaction to, like, Peter's identity, mm-hmm. as far as the public goes. Because especially the scene in, like, the school, there was a lot of awkwardness. It was almost like, it, it was very... It was too relevant to, like, today's political stuff, especially in particular the anti-mask, anti-vax argument kind of a thing. Like, you know, the whole, like, I feel like, and then especially, like, as far as the stuff we're going through, like, in, like, you know, during, you know, the elect, you know, the the election and things like that, you know, with, like, like, Trump and Trump supporters versus Biden supporters and all that. Like, to me, like, that part was just... It was way too relevant. I'm like, I deal enough with this in in real life. I don't need this in here too, because um, there was things like uh, Mysterio. You know, Mysterio was right, kind of a thing, or like people siding with Mysterio, and then there's the people that are like, no, it's not. You know, but I I will say like I as much as I disliked that, we needed that element of of people disliking Spider Man because Spider Man is a lot of the time because of Jonah seen as a as a menace as jonah says so as much as i hate the way they handled it it had to happen are his videos yeah, I was gonna gone say it... hmm? are his videos gone from his website Mis- mysterious no no jay J. J. jonah jameson's outing peter oh yeah i want to know how this magic works we've just been know. like because if everything's been destroyed like is peter parker's birth certificate <laughs> destroyed We've been uh, turning uh, this plot into Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah, of. it's just uh, well, the magic. It's nitpicky though. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like at the same time it's all nitpicky because it's still a great movie. Like I didn't, I I knew I wasn't gonna give this movie a ten when I wrote the review because I'm like, there's just no way. Um, yeah. But um, but I did give it a nine because I was like, it does so much right. And that the other stuff doesn't quite matter. Oh, I was just going to say that, like, I feel like the... I actually feel like the way that they handled the identity thing was, like, pretty good because it really emphasized the, like, just absolute chaos and the fact that it just, like, ruins your life, even though he's, like, helping people and the fact yeah. that it's, like... That well, aspect yeah, of it is Me and my on, friends yeah. can't get into college because they don't even want to touch this thing with a 10-foot pole. Like, that's a pretty... 
Right. That's a pretty real thing. And so I felt like, honestly, on one hand, it was kind of, I, I understand where you're, where you're coming from. I feel like on the other hand, it was really necessary to actually create a good point for him to actually go to Doctor Strange and justifiably say, like, can we do this? Mm. Because otherwise it would just be like, seems like just kind of whining and kind of just like, ah, oh, I kind of want the best of both worlds. But this yeah. is one where it's like, you know, it, it, it kind of makes sense. I'd see where he's coming from. So mm. I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Cool. All right. We're going to keep, we're, we're at the hour mark. <laughs> we are. We... So, <laughs> um, yeah. Shelly, you, uh, you were comparing it to the spider verse. Oh Yeah. yeah. And so I was, I think that's one of my dislikes of this movie um, was simply that a lot of things that I really liked about this movie um, were already the case in Spider-Verse. And Spider-Verse did it first, Spider-Verse did it better. And so that, you know, if you take away the fact that I have all this nostalgia connected to these, you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, I feel like uh, Spider-Verse, you know, you have this idea where like... um, In both this movie with Tom Holland's Spider-Man and Spider-Verse with uh, Miles Morales... You, they experience again that sort of moment of, um, like trauma of like yeah. Aunt May dying of um from Miles his uncle dying and like having that be like direct blame for themselves yeah and having the struggle with like again the double life sort of scenario thing um and in both of them the other Spider Men Spider People I should say um <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, and both of them, all the spider people, are there to support them because, you know, the character in person, the, pr- the protagonist, Miles slash Tom Holland, Tom Holland Spider-Man, um, they feel like, oh my gosh, I have all this grief, I have all this pain, I feel so alone, and no one else feels the way I do. And then all the spider people around them are like, no, 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 we know exactly how you feel, this happened yeah. to all of us, this is a thing that sp- happens to spider people, apparently, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I loved that in it's, Spider-Verse. It's their fate. Yeah, but it just feels <laughs> a little bit like, and I think that, I, I mean, I think the scene was really well done in No Way oh, Home. Yeah. But I think afterwards I was thinking about it, I'm like, this is literally the same thing that happened in Spider-Verse. And yeah. so I feel like it's a little bit weird how they're literally <clears throat> taking that exact same thing they already did in another um, like I didn't feel any different. It all felt the same. Everything, mm-hmm. everything. Like I don't know. So that was one thing where I was like, "There's a lot. There were a lot of aspects that I feel like Spider Verse did first. Spider Verse did better. Um, obviously, this movie did way better in the villain department. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like all the different villains coming together. But I think um, Spider Verse is is hard because Spider Verse is my, objectively my favorite Spider Man movie and yeah. potentially one of my favorite movies just in general. So. That was just something where I was like, eh, it's a bummer, but it was kind of inevitable. But also at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm kind of like, you know, Spider-Verse still did it better. So it's kind of hard yeah. to deal with that. Um, well, that was something, yeah, that I was thinking about when watching that movie. Mm-hmm. Anything else you wanted to touch on? Uh, for me, I think we already talked about, we already talked about some plot holes. We already talked about Electro a little bit. I just feel like Besides the fact that he's not blue anymore, like, he's just an entirely different personality, which is a little bit weird. I don't <laughs> really know true. why. Like, on one hand, I'm cool. Like, I'm glad they gave Jimmy Fox some leeway, but it seems like they almost gave him too much leeway because he kind of just transformed the character into someone entirely different. Like, if yeah. you, like I watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and one or two days later watched this movie and they seemed like different characters personality-wise. Yeah. One of them was really awkward and yes. wanted attention. <laughs> and then there's the other one who's, like, kind of cool 
still power hungry, but like it's like power hungry, hungry instead of just wanting attention. Like there's right. a difference. So that was a little bit weird. Even though I feel like most of their characters were pretty good, except for um, Doctor Strange too. Like it just seemed like I can kind of understand in the beginning why he actually goes through with the spell. Like I have to blame it on the fact that he's so cocky and that he's so confident in his own abilities mm-hmm. as a, a magician. They explained it way better than they did in the something. commercials. Yeah. 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 But it's still like, kind of like this? I still I still feel like it's a little bit out of character. I feel like he's still especially way later when he's like you know, oh this is your problem, kid. Remember that this party? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just I I feel like it still seemed a little bit out of character for him to allow it in the first place personally, yeah. but whatever. The rest of the yeah. movie he he acted very in character, which was fine. It was just that beginning I was kind of like Oh, he's all, he's like all for it. And then, oh, never mind. He's not for it anymore. He's very much against it. And I don't know. It seemed a little bit weird, but mm-hmm. the rest of the characters were all done really well. I think like Green Goblin, Doc Ock, poor Lizard got the shaft. <laughs> yeah, poor Lizard, Lizard got the shaft. He was kind of relegated <laughs> to his usual self, um, but it was still cool to see him moving around. Yeah, Sammy it was really was He fine. was just like the butt of jokes. That was basically his... Whole purpose. Yeah, like, oh, the dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he talked. Yeah. yeah. Sort of thing. Um, so that was that was mostly other... I feel like um, all the, like, everything related to Amazing Spider-Man were, was kind of the brunt of the joke. Yeah. Even Andrew Garfield yeah. got flack, too. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> they, they did the same joke twice, which I thought was weird, about him falling into the vat of eels. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They did do like, that That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. That's funny. It was funny. Um, it was just weird that they did it twice. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time they made that joke, I'd have two nickels. <laughs> which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, those are my biggest complaints, I think, was just about all of those things. You know, and the fact that, again, it was just lots of fan service. Again, it was just a big old fan fiction that happened mm-hmm. to also be a trailer for another movie. That's what the <clears> movie was. <throat> and if you liked that, great. Personally, I did somehow. Who knows? After a rewatch, um, could be recency bias. I don't know, but it, that's that's just what stood out to me. I'm like, this is literally just fan fiction. Yeah. Um, but I'm also really excited for multiverse madness. It felt so. very respectful, though. Like in doing the nostalgia, a lot of it felt like they uplifted all the movies. Yeah. Rather no, than right. just like it was knocking a them all down. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Movies. I think you are right in that. Yeah. For sure. I, it makes the other movies. It, it felt better. like an an honest, uh, like, homage or homage, however you say it. Yeah. More more so than a like a nostalgia cash grab to me. For sure. For Although sure. it still was a nostalgia cash grab, they just did it the right way this time. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Especially if comparison compared to a uh, freaking. Uh, Space Jam 2 or Ready Player yep. 1 it's like yes. no those suck uh, yep. look at this movie this movie is doing it the way you should do it do it I right. really hope Multiverse of Madness lives up to your expectations Shelly uh, I know they did a bunch of reshoots that were just to get like throw stuff that they own into the movie no way so frick hopefully the movie's more than that I'm sure it will be I mean but we expect it to be madness I feel like some of that stuff's gonna be really like Shoot well, in. there's rumors about, like, Captain Carter being in there and stuff, too, so we'll see. Captain Carter, I've heard uh, Hugh Jackman. They might bring him back to be the Wolverine. Huge. That's um, out there. Patrick Stewart coming back. That, those are out there. They're out there, but 
is anything impossible now? You're right. <laughs> I mean, I guess um, that leads us into theories, right? <laughs> my only hope, yeah, perfect. My only hope with that would be that uh, Hugh Jackman can kind of do what, oh, what's his name that played the goblin? Wonderful. Wonderful. He had said that he wouldn't play the Green Goblin if it was just a cameo. Hopefully Hugh yeah. Jackman's got that kind of resolve. Um, yeah, let's go into this what's next. And I want to start with Shelley's just because hers is probably the closest um, to the four sures. Um, I, have, I haven't even written anything down because I was like, how do I ex- explain, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I uh, So she brought the re- return of form. We see Spider-Man at the end of this movie. Um, he's yeah. no longer got his tech. Uh, Stark's stuff has been taken by the... Uh, government. Um, yeah. He's literally got a sewing machine. He's sewing in his, yeah. his little apartment. No one knows who he is. Uh, it really felt to me like um, he was finally Spider-Man, almost like these last three movies have been an yes. origin story for him to become absolutely yeah. Spider-Man, absolutely. Um, but in a really weird right. roundabout way because he's done all the stuff that you would expect Spider-Man to do after he's done yep. all the yeah. neighborhood stuff. Um, finally, but it's like you finally passed the initiation somehow. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like, I, and I honestly think it's really smart from a Marvel standpoint too, because they're always trying to go bigger and better. And I think they finally got to this point where, especially with Eternals, like maybe they're hitting this wall of like, yeah, you can't actually keep doing bigger and better constantly. And like Multiverse Madness, yeah, it's kind of bigger and better. We'll see how that goes. But I don't think it's going to involve Spider-Man anymore. Um, right. So I think this is a really good smart, both for the character and for MCU in general. Um, again, yeah, just a return to form, back to the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, back to the priorities. And like, it's going to be really cool to see him try to... Um, get his friendship back and relationships back um like that's a really cool interesting goal for him to have um especially just on top of everything else going on but i think that's gonna be like what the next one the next movies for him are gonna look like or just gonna be like he's doing the regular spider-man thing he's doing the friendly neighborhood spider-man thing he's um not worrying about um the double life per se, because he at this point only has one life, and it is Spider-Man. That's a good uh, besides point. the fact yeah. of finding MJ and choice, being but... friends with Ned, but it's like I, yeah. I mean, I think we're gonna see Ned turn to Hobgoblin. Uh, there are way too many references and jokes about him being a supervillain. Yeah. Um, seeing the knives in the background and the fact that he's doing magic and crap, I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen. Um, which will be really interesting to see. And obviously we have the little symbiote venom that was left over. So like, that's obviously going to happen, but it's like, I'm excited because they seem like just such smaller scale, more intimate character focused, Mm -hmm. um, issues and, um, things for him to face. Yep. Drive home. Like no pun intended. I didn't think of the pun. (laughs) I just mean like the story has got to be really, um, well done coming out because you can't just they can't rely on spectacle anymore yeah exactly absolutely that's what i mean it's like they they're finally again yeah it's just a return of form back to where where spider-man shines the most again in the in those smaller moments with the community and the relationships he's making like that's where spider-man shines the most and it's gonna be really interesting to see him struggle with all the past that he remembers that no one else does mm-hmm. that um these relationships that he still like you know people he still really cares about um that don't remember him so that's gonna be a really interesting cool issue um yeah. i forgot to mention that in my likes just the fact that there were actually consequences to his actions it was a very refreshing thing i feel like so many times there's just consequences mm-hmm. or there's actions with no consequences but yep. that's what i think the next 
movie, maybe two, are going to end up being. It's like, okay, we did our big, crazy, chaotic, multiverse thing for Spider-Man. Now we're going to dial it back, yeah. focus him, make him mm-hmm. a focused character. Now he has his spider sense, which again was very cool to see in this movie. I, I was oh, yeah. really happy that they utilized spider sense a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very fun. Yeah, but again, you're right. Sound, it's like now but... he, yeah, it's like now yeah, he uh, is um, Spider-Man, which is just, yeah. yeah. I was watching uh, a part of Far From Home with my nephew this morning before I went to work. Mm-hmm. And there's that part where like Aunt May like throws something at him and then he doesn't catch it. And she's like, oh, well, you didn't do your, you know, I thought your tingly thing would have caught it or whatever, would have. You know, and he's like, no, like, you know, it's not there yet. And yeah, the reverse of the, the when, when he n- notices the change that Norman makes. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was cool. Um, was so cool, yeah. man. I don't think um, um, red. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, to add to that, um, I think it would be great if the next time we see uh, Peter is if we see him delivering pizzas like Tobey Maguire was. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Doing photography. We haven't seen this man take That's a true. single picture, have we? Besides maybe like nope. some some of the pictures like in Europe or something where everyone's taking right. pictures, but like yeah. that doesn't really count. Yeah, it'd, it'd be right. hilarious if he, if he was delivering pizzas, though. Uh, Pizza time. Yeah. So I guess I don't really have any big outstanding theories, but... I feel like they left this up in the air because th- I, apparently they do have that new movie. Like, well, they are they are developing something new. Yes. But so my question is, right. how Marvel is it going to be? Like, how MCU is it going to be, or how Sony is it going to be? Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. So, like, Spider-Man I wonder 4 if is an active development. Yes. So I wonder if maybe they haven't worked out a new deal yet, and so they left it open at the time, in it case be- Sony did want him back to themselves. Yeah. I mean, this For was sure. all Tom Holland's pitch. I think we should just leave it to him <clears throat> from now on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he knows what he's doing. He pitched this entire idea drunk at a bar, yeah. if I uh, remember correctly. Yeah. Um, so I, I would yeah, hope I don't that have any he would get Miles Morales, Spider-Man. I know that Tom Holland's been really pushing that in the interviews, that he wants someone else to be spider-man um, he's like Spider-Man let me be done yeah <laughs> but i think know, like he just seeing started. him be a mentor would be really cool and kind of a next it, it would be yeah. growth for him to have gone from to being see him be who the, is a yeah. mentor, who's me- mentored to being a mentor yes um yeah and i think over the course of like one movie kind of him coming into his own and then towards the end maybe meeting miles morales um, and then the yeah. next movie it being more about Miles Morales, and the last one being yeah. Peter completely out of the picture and it just being a Miles Morales. Yeah, because Aaron Davis was in Homecoming, the, the his, his uncle. Yes. Yeah. He so, says he's got a little nephew, and that was over five years ago in this timeline. Yep. Um, so that would be really cool. Um, we got a little bit of Daredevil. I'm hoping we get to see kind of a Spider-Man Daredevil team up, Ooh. whether it be a full movie yeah. or if it even been be just like a. Um, you know, a small role would be cool. Mm-hmm. My my question there, and I think everybody's question with that now is, does that make the Netflix series canon now? Yes, I think that's, it's going to be very much. Uh, it's as canon as they want it to be. So like, yeah, they they can pull from whatever they need to. Yeah, they're like these characters exist. Sure, they did those other things, but we're never going to acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I'm really curious. So he, he flies over the Christmas tree, and MCU doesn't seem to do anything on accident. Um, I didn't catch that. He's flying over a Christmas tree, and it's the exact same Christmas tree that was in Hawkeye. 
but that sounds very expensive, even for a Disney Plus show, to have Spider-Man in it. I'm thinking maybe Easter we see Daredevil. Or crazy Hint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be insane if we see Spider-Man. I really think that Spider-Man would take away from it being Hawkeye's show. Yeah. In the season finale. But Daredevil showing up would be a cool hint. Um, it even would. if it's just yeah. like, hey, this is I've dealt with him before. This is what you need to know. Um, we'll see. I feel like Spider-Man and Hawkeye wouldn't. It would just be. Everybody just needs a really good lawyer. Yeah, I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that part so much. Really cool. I'm wearing my Daredevil beanie right now, just for context for the listeners. <laughs> I'll also say I really want just a Daredevil movie. I think that would be really cool to take Daredevil and Kingpin. And um, we've seen them so grounded in the shows, and I think the shows uh, did an amazing job. But now you have the freedom to make it some crazy like mcu villain thing and i think turning that into a, oh. not a spectacle in the yeah. sense of like dimensions and stuff but make kingpin a super villain who's got a crazy villainous idea and give then him, give him the credit where he needs it basically like that dude deserves to be considered as a as a main villain in the mcu yeah yes. and then daredevil having to go from being this street level hero to being like you know a real big superhero i think that would be really cool and fun to watch um, yeah and then have Spider-Man show up in that. That works. Do that. And then give Daredevil Heimdall's sword eventually, and then we get the God Without Fear. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Dang. Um, that happens in the comics. <laughs> that sounds cool. That would be... Yeah. Those are those are my big things. Uh, i also curious, Shelly, you mentioned Venom. Um, if Spider-Man... Venom. Spider-Man 4 will be... Venom will be in that. Or if Spider-Man will be in Venom 3. Because uh, I really don't know what Venom Three could be. The way I guess we don't know. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I don't know what Venom Three would look like, but the way also that, in the way it works in the comics is that Spider-Man gets that suit before we even see like Eddie Brock or Venom, I believe. So I think we're gonna have to wait and see what happens with the symbiote before you we do go it. anywhere oh, else. We move it. on. This is such a small detail, but uh, Shelley, you were talking about you know like he's all alone right now. Um, yeah. One thing that I think would have been really cool with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, he's so, like, upbeat and happy. Mm -hmm. um, And they did such a terrible job in Spider-Man 3 with making uh, Tobey Maguire emo, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think, like... What do you mean? They did a perfect job. (laughs) I think seeing Tom Holland, you know, go through, like, give him the black Spider-Man suit, but make it, like, a real depression and really a realistic, dark... Real dark. Uh you know, depression and showcasing that. Um, I guess this kind of sets that up to be perfect for that. He's all alone. He's in this tiny apartment. You know, everything he has is lost, basically. He's Um, got nobody to keep him in check. And then he's got this little Venom thing. Yeah. Speaking in his ear. And he's, you know, that would be kind of cool to see. Yeah. Um, He could go real dark real fast. That would be, okay. There you go. That's what's happening. That actually makes a lot of sense now that I I like that. I like that that a lot. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Cool. Okay. Any other any other theories? Any other thoughts? Those were my thoughts. No. I I I like I like the conclusion we've come to. I'm totally down with it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um. If you, uh, the listeners, have any other thoughts, please use the hashtag GUGcast. Um. Or. Or don't. Maybe wait a while. Uh, I don't know. It's This will go up Wednesday, so it'll happen almost yeah, a week. Yeah, or, or hit us up in the Discord or hit us up personally on Twitter or something. Like, yeah. Still try to be respectful, which most people still have. 
as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we did have a situation very early on in our spoiler in our Marvel spoiler group, but that's all been taken care of. Too, My so. biggest thing and hope for this podcast episode was both basically that like, um, if you didn't have anyone to talk to about the movie and you just had three people have a discussion with you about our thoughts mm-hmm. on on it, um. So hopefully yep. some of that was able to bounce off, and you were yeah, to and it's and we're not numbering this. This is just an extra fun little episode before the end of the year. So yes, speaking of the end of the year, there will not be another episode for um, a little while. Uh, we're gonna go through the holidays. I'm trying to pull up a calendar. I didn't actually like look at. Um, so we will probably be back the twelfth. We'll be live on the Discord. Where, for those who don't know, we're live every Monday on the Discord. Yep. Um, so we'll be live on the on the tenth, and then it would go up on the twelfth. So yes, two week break, I believe. Yep, that sounds good because we never know what the new year is going to bring, and it'll give us a nice couple weeks off. Yeah. All right. Yeah. One of the podcasts there then. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on. Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ and streaming on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. I might be filling some slots depending on, during the weeks, these next couple weeks, but I will not be on Fridays because that's when New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve are happening. So, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Shelly? Yeah, you can find me on, you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Um, yeah, most of the time, Tuesdays, you'll find me streaming twitch.tv slash Grace, but um, probably not for another week or two. Again, holidays, it's just, I'll be gone, I'll be doing stuff, so I'll eventually I'll hop back on, but um, still playing Persona 4 Golden, and uh, we'll definitely keep playing that, but you'll see me eventually there. Cool. You can find me on Instagram, at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye! Happy Merry Christmas. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.